Welcome to the show after the show. My name is Amadeus. I'm with Eaton Kendall. We're your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in Jacksonville, Florida. We are going to be talking to somebody right now who has been in country radio about the same amount of time as we have, yeah. maybe a little bit less. But she, the band Perry, did we bring them to town? For we the, brought them um, to town. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember this or not, but her brothers, Neil and Reed, uh, were with her, and they had these really cool mod haircuts, like a 60s Beatles kind of style, and they had these coolest boots on, and they play, they're really great musicians. They all had like the little mandolins and all this, and I was like, these guys are the coolest guys in country I've ever seen. And Kimberly Perry, the sister, who is also the the, the front woman on the band, they just had this really cool aesthetic when they came out with If I Die Young, and they had a whole whole bunch of hits, but... The the whole thing with the like they had like almost like this goth watercolored look in their videos where they were the parasols and mm-hmm. the whole top hat kind of look. Um, just a really cool vibe going. And they've kind of reinvented themselves a few times now. Really good good rockers too. I remember seeing them on one of the awards shows doing um, um Better Glenn Dig Ca- Two probably. Oh no, the Glenn Campbell um Gentle on My Mind. Oh, so yeah. great. And they released that too, and that's on. Actually, that's one of my running playlist songs, even though it's so soft. Oh, that's cool! I just love it. It just makes me feel all, I don't know, just one with the one with the environment and the universe. I just, I just (laughs) think that they are just a cool little family. But now the news broke about what, like a month ago, that that this was going to be a, a solo endeavor this time around for Kimberly Perry. Morning, Kimberly. How's it going? Well, let me tell you how it's going. Okay. So <laughs> we just were playing in our studio, If I Die Young, part two. And I'm looking at my partner over here, Amadeus, and he is crying. crying. Kimberly, I cannot handle the beauty Aww. that is that song. Like, seriously, like, I'm a softie anyway, but to the idea of changing your tune and then working in the word bloom for the new album, I'm literally, I'm about to ugly cry. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Take a picture. <laughs> Send it our way. It was, it is absolutely gorgeous. So I guess, I don't know if people were surprised, shocked, excited for you. You probably had every mix of emotions when you, when you actually tweeted out or, you know, gave the news out that this was going to be a solo endeavor for you this time around. But did you know going in, like, I'm just going to revisit that song to do a couple of things, tell people where I am today, and also remind them of how we originally met? You know, it was a very, actually, last-minute um, co-write. We, we wrote it about um, 48 hours before going into the studio to start cutting the Bloom Project with our band. And, um, you know, it was an idea that actually a good friend brought up to me over the summer of last year. We were having coffee. Her name is Tamara Conniff, Um And she was sort of asking me about the original version of If I Day Young. She wanted to know, like, what were you thinking about when you wrote it? And what was happening? that day? Where did it come from? And we were just talking about the origin story of If I Die Young, the OG. And she just stopped drinking her coffee and she looked at me and there was like this long pause. And she just said, like, have you ever thought about writing a part two, a sequel? Because I would really love to hear your story as the girl who wrote the original 10 years later who didn't die young. And 
it just orig- it, it immediately hit me in the heart like a lightning bolt. But I was like, man, there's so much that I have to speak to. I have experienced so much. So much blessing has come into my life, but also a lot of collected and really hard-won wisdom from a lot of different experiences. And that was really the genesis of the idea. Um, and then I definitely procrastinated for a solid four months <laughs> after that because it was it was intimidating. You know, it's like, you know, you don't want to rob anybody of their original feelings about the the part one, if you will. It was such a major moment in culture, and I know that it held people's hand through a time of of loss and just a time of confusion in their young life. So I didn't want to rob anybody of that experience, but it also felt like I had to speak to where I am now um, and to really update the heart behind that song, if you will. The beauty of that song is back then we didn't know that the little girl didn't die. The song is, If I Die Young. And to be able to go back now and go, but I didn't, and here's where I am now. It's so beautiful, I can't even wrap my brain around it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was our intention. I'm so grateful that that, that you guys... um that it gets to hit you in the way that we were hoping that it would in the co-writing room. Um, I wrote it with some good friends of mine here in Nashville, Nicole Gallion and Jimmy Robbins, who Jimmy actually is also the producer on Bloom. He's just such a genius. Um, but we sat there for a solid 45 minutes, and it was like, let's talk about everything the song doesn't need to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really, really cool moment to just kind of sit in a circle and talk about all these beautiful things that had come into life. And I think the line to me that sticks out the most as like the most different from the first version that I now believe is is more true than the way that I sang it originally is now I know there's no such thing as enough time. That's the line I came in this morning and was talking about because I had watched the, a video and heard all of the lyrics yesterday and so on. I came in this morning I'm like there's there's no such thing as enough time. And that brings us to the next stage of your life, which is motherhood, <laughs> where you will really let me tell you something. Today I'm back from Tallahassee where I watched my daughter graduate college. And mm. it was yesterday, Kimberly, I mean it was yesterday when she was born. Yesterday. Oh, it goes so, so fast. It does. So I know already that you're going to cherish every single moment. But how is that playing into Bloom? You know, it's informed it a lot. I think first of all the confidence and empowerment that I feel to, you know, to jump in these, first of all, writing rooms by myself without two wingmen for the first time ever, um, that has felt almost easier because I've added some commas. You know, I'm not just sister and daughter. I've also now become a wife and now a mother. And I don't know, there's just been this switch that's been flipped in me already to just go like, hey, you're completely at home in your skin and you're building this this thing, this legacy for the generation that's coming up behind you. And um, that's going to start with our little boy who's coming the last week of August. Um, and I'm just so excited. He is just sweet the whole process. Oh, that is that is such a thrill. You've got a hell of a summer ahead of you. Bloom comes out, <laughs> I believe, June, June 9th, right? June 9th, yes. So, uh, yeah, congratulations. And we're just so excited for where you are right now in your life. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm just so happy to be at home in country. You know, everybody's like, you're kind of like a new artist with benefits. And I'm like, yes. you know, 
it's really cool to get to reconnect with my friends. Thank you guys for, for leaving a light on for me and um, for just leaving the door open. And it's just been a special thing to, to begin reconnecting with everybody. I'm so happy to be back. Well, we had you here years and years ago, the band Perry, at this place called the Jacksonville Landing, which unfortunately is gone now. But when you get back on the road, we would love to have you back in Jacksonville performing all these new songs. Absolutely. I can't wait. We're going to have a little bus, baby. I'm already looking at, like, bus cribs. How are we going to do that? You know, he is definitely going to be a little man on the road. And uh, I just can't wait to, to be back out playing live. Well, safe travels, and we wish you very good health and all of the blessings that you have have uh, already said you recognize that you're receiving now. So thank you for calling us, Kimberly. Take thank care. Thank you so much. You and, guys have a great day. And tell Uncle Neil and Uncle Reed we said hello. I hope they're doing well. <laughs> I will, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Man, now I'm bummed Bye-bye. I didn't take a quick Bye. picture of you when you were all... <laughs> Leaky-eyed so that we could send it to her. Nobody wants to see that. (laughs) Ugly cry is not pretty. That's why it's called the ugly cry. Well, because of rules and regs, we would have played you the song on this podcast, but we aren't able to do that. But of course, you know that you can easily Google it and pull it up with the lyrics or the video of her pregnant and singing it. It's just gorgeous, and it's something we're so excited for you to hear on Gator Country as well. I know right now that I will never be able to listen to that song in its entirety, ever. Really? It's just so So beautiful. So let me put it on and take that video after all so I can send it to her. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show after the show. Please leave us a review and give us all the stars and come back for the next one. Bye.